Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thanks to Canva Pro for supporting the morning stream. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Get a free 45-day extended trial by going to canva.me slash TMS 45. Coming up on TMS, Seinfeld Curious. Customs agents are little Caesars. And I says, I says, What's the deal with these Seinfeld episodes? Half an inch is all the way in. Deep penetration swabbing. I'm no doctor. I don't even play one on TV. A new karate detective. Full hog up your nose. Happy birthday, Terry Hatcher. Inflamed rock sinus. You want Scientology? That's how you get Scientology. Kara D. Viggy G. Tom's Tech Time. We finished Netflix with Randy and more. On this episode of Der Morning Stream. Flannel boards provide action, a second good reason for their use. Action arouses interest. It also compels attention. Here now, none of that. This is the time to be gay. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream with Scott and Brian and a caveman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Stream. It is Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. You sound so sick. I know we're going to get to that. Hey, is the caveman... I've been wondering about this. Mm. Is the caveman Brian Dunaway... Or uh, Tom Merritt or Randy uh, Deluxe on today's show. Who's uh, the, which one of them is the caveman? Schleicher is the caveman. So we Schleicher. screwed up. Yeah, okay. I screwed up because he's not on today. So I have to. Yeah. Up. yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. As as the, the Urban Dictionary would say, I shit the sheets. That's what they would say. Yes, uh, you shit the sheets. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about how you're feeling, man, because <laughs> people can probably tell in your voice that you are not up to. As I would put it, 100%. No. Um, in fact, it keeps kind of yo-yoing. And so here's the deal. I got this this horrendous mega cold, super cold, some people are calling it. It's going around. It's a thing. It's a known thing. Are we um, no longer blaming Van, by the way? Oh uh, No, we blame him completely. He, he is okay. absolutely patient zero. <laughs> <laughs> he, he brought this on. This, this scourge was brought Poor on Van. by a two-year-old. <laughs> and uh, it was still worth it because I'd rather spend time with him than do anything else in this whole world. But man, yeah. it's real. At rough. some point, at some point, it will, it will feel less worth it, though. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He just. This is his reaction when I blamed him. What the? F- All right. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he. Um, 
Yeah, he gave it to us. Uh, so for whatever reason, Carter hasn't gotten it, and Kim has a slight sore throat, but nothing serious. Anyway, as a result of this 10... No, wait, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago today is when it started. So that's what? Jeez. 12 days? Or no. It's a four, uh, well, two weeks ago today would be 14 days. 14 days. <laughs> and it's been like roller coastery. Like at first it was real bad, and then it got better, and then it got worse again, and then it got better. And then lately, horrendously bad. Like just mm. keeping me up all night. Like horrible congestion. Can't breathe. Hurts like a mother. Feels like my face is gonna fall off. It hurts so bad. So it's just been real stupid. And um, I finally said, "All right, fine. I'll call my doctor. See what they want me to do." I call her. I go, "Doctor Vaudry, that's her name." Uh, hey, what's up? <laughs> I uh, I got this thing, and I'd really like to do something for it. And she says, "Well, here's what you have to do. Um, we can't just prescribe like because I think it's a sinus infection, honestly, because it's just yeah. it's all pain yeah. up in this corner of my head and my ear and everything." And um, she says, "We can't just give you like a, pre- a prescription for like an antibiotic. You may very well be 100 percent right about what it is, but we have to rule out COVID first. That's just the rules these days. So yeah, sure, you got to get a COVID test." And I said, "Well, other people who had this all at the same time got COVID tests, which." you know made it so maybe we didn't need to get one and mm-hmm. i'm not i yeah. don't go out i try not to go out anywhere when i'm sick anyway so i haven't seen it you know like i'm already kind of quarantining she's like yeah. yeah but you just need we need to be sure so we know what we're treating i said all Those right the rules yeah freaking fine here's where things get stupid <laughs> all right <laughs> yesterday the only covid appo- appointment time i could get was at a walgreens drive up sure None of the hospitals had slots. Everybody's full. I think there's like a ton of testing going on right now because of the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. A lot of people are sick or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's tons of new cases in Utah. So whatever. So I, we make this appointment. The best they could do was this Walgreens. And the best they could do is yesterday morning. And therefore, TMS was shut down. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't so sick that we couldn't. I could have done TMS. I was going to do TMS, but the stupid freaking appointment got in the way. And I was like, if I don't get it now, I don't know when I'm going to get it. I need to get this going. This sucks. So yeah. we lock it in. Here's listen, the fun part. We always say on the show, health comes first. And, and there's no listener out there that would that would disagree with that. And if they uh, do, you guys can just stop listening right now. Yeah, you, you can go would, take uh, a flying dump uh, is what you can do. The show over uh, uh, our health and, you know, go. <laughs> That's right. The show you love so much, you'd sure like to see your, your hosts suffer as they, as they right, make exactly. it. Right, exactly. Yes. So I go to... Um, I go to the appointment. Walgreens. Kim goes with me because... She just wanted to go. I'm like, fine. She has to drive? Well, she wanted to. I, I could have driven. <laughs> I could have driven just fine. It would have been no big deal. But yeah, she's like, you yeah. get, you've, you're all headachy and weird, and I don't want you driving. I said, all right, fine. Sure. So she takes me, and um, we get to the thing, and we're in the lineup, and it's about it says get in the line about five minutes before your appointment. And we did. We were right on time. We did exactly as they said to do. Here's yeah. the problem. Nobody in front of us is is taken is is mindful of what the time is they're all taking whatever time they need to go so it took us like 20 minutes in that line mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. i don't mind yeah. i know i realize it'd be a delay whatever we get up there lady goes hi welcome to the thing uh, she's just on a speaker uh here's how it works i need to see your id and i went right. shit oh no i forgot my wallet 
completely forgot no. it. So oh, I'm like, shoot. can I show you my phone? I got like an insurance card. What else? There's other forms. Of, I got other forms of proof that I exist. That that's me. Here's oh, here's my Vax card. Does that count? You know, this sort of thing. Yeah. No, she won't take any of it. The rules are you got to have your freaking state issued ID. It either has to be a driver's license or a state issued <sighs> ID alternative. So I says. So then I says. I says. You says. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I say. Well, can we? Can we reschedule here? She goes, no, I don't do any of that. You have to go back online. And I'm oh. like, we just drove. And it's like a 15 minute. It's not a huge drive, but a 15 minute drive to this location. Right. And um, yeah, but I, there's no guarantee that if you go home and come back that, you know, you'll you'll still be within your appointment. Well, that's right. what we asked her. So we said, if we did this within 20 minutes, could we still yeah. sneak in line and make this work? She goes, mm-hmm. she pauses and she goes. Yeah, I think I can make that work. Okay, good, good. So All we right. went, brrr, pulled out of there, rushing home, <laughs> you know, as fast as the limit will let us. Uh, yeah. We get home, I rush into the house, I run down here, I know right where my wallet is, and I look where I think it is, and I'm like, shit, it's not rare, it's supposed to be there, and it's not there. Where? Oh, yeah, right, oh. I cleaned up that area, it's over here now. I grab it, make sure the, the uh, license is in there, run upstairs, uh, get in the car, rush out there again. And it was no problem. Now, that was no problem. <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it sucked because, you know, you nobody likes to go yeah. back and get their stuff. But I get in line right. and I'm <laughs> we get up to the lady. She hands us the stuff. She says how to use it. And she says this single swab. I've only done the spit test before when I did the other test. I've never mm-hmm. had to do this one. She yeah. she she didn't do the swab to us. She gave it a pa- gave us a package. It's a self induced swab. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, pretty common now. And is, yep. you take out the swab, and she tells me I have to get it up at least an inch and a half to two inches. So Interesting. I put, okay. So I put my finger where that is. Okay. Yeah. So to make yeah. sure I've got that much length on it, and she says yeah. you need to move it around hard and rapidly. For eight turns, right? Okay, interesting. Mine was five turns, ten seconds. Great. Oh, there was a time limit on yours. Time limit, and also they didn't. They said a half an inch. Oh, of really? Swab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine was way. They were way long. Well, yeah. They really wanted. They wanted deep, baby. <laughs> they yeah. wanted it deep. So I went knuckle deep on this thing, and did the eight turns. Now. Left right, left side of my head's been pretty good. I haven't really had a problem over here, so yeah. no problem. I mean, it's a, it's uncomfortable, but you do it and it's fine. And I'm in yeah. my head. I'm going one, yeah. two, three, four. You know, yeah, all that. I get it done. <laughs> I go over to the right side where I know. I, this is where the Nazis are, right? They're over on the right side. <laughs> and they're just I hate those guys. They're yeah. such a uh-huh. holes. They're in there just trying to kill everybody. And I'm so inflamed and already messed up and headachy and it's awful. I'm thinking, this may kill me. So, Kim, if I die here, tell everyone <laughs> that it wasn't this lame. You know, like I need a more, I need a cooler story than this. Yeah. So I take the thing, I put it up inch and a half, two inches into my nose, and I pause for a second because I'm like, I know this is going to be so bad. Mm-hmm. And then I just grit my teeth and go. And I yeah. go, one, two, three. And I am nearly in tears at about oh. rotation number six. But I'm doing it. I am going full blow here because I don't want to go back. I don't want right, right. to false negative. You don't want them to say, well, your test was inconclusive. We need you to come back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what I'm doing is imagine any part of yourself that's inflamed 
and then yeah. take a rough thing and go on the inflamed thing. That's what I'm doing. And so I'm going on this horrible, like swollen, inflamed, hair, horrible area inside my face. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was blindingly painful oh, to the man. point where when I you, really, I thought I was going to pass out, dude, for, for real. I was like, see, when you, when we were texting and, um, and you said, oh my God, swab, you know, nearly killed me. I'm thinking you had a really aggressive uh, medical technician that just went ham hog or whatever the phrase is full ham full hog full hog full ham up up your nose um because that happened to us in ireland like we we (laughs) for the we've done maybe six swab tests um over the course of covid either self-administered or doctor administered for travel and stuff and the only time we ever had aggressive swabbage was uh, this dude in Ireland I'm gonna get it right up there and you better hold still you pansy American I'm gonna shove this up your brain I'm gonna I'm gonna tickle that part of your brain that makes you remember me <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah see that uh, at least I'd have yeah. an excuse instead this yeah was no, it was your own self-inflicted uh, pain swabbage yeah it hurt yeah. real bad uh, and then when I was done just eyes watering. I looked like a oh. monster. It just was horrible. And then it hurt way worse all day because I, yeah. you know, stimulated you all this. Flamed it. You, yeah, made it worse. Which so. makes which makes me feel like, well, yeah, that kind of does, um, uh, back up the sinus infection theory, right? Because that is, yeah, that is what would happen. Your your sinuses would be inflamed. The swab would would just um aggravate them and i haven't heard of that sort of thing being a symptom of covid so no i haven't either i really <laughs> when, when yeah. she saw you make the pain face with a swab she should have said all right yeah he's goes. got a sinus <laughs> but I, I i really do i mean i i don't think it's covid at all but whatever we'll find out and i don't know yet they, that's the other thing is yeah. these results right. are super late she says if it's covid they'll call you if it's not covid they'll email you I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, do you also email me and call me if, like, what do you? Yeah, I, mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. Here, hold on. I'm going to look uh, real quick. Let's just check this morning. See if there's an email yet from Walgreens. Mm, looks like um, nothing yet. We Tina and I went to uh, went on the same day and had COVID tests right before the Ireland trip. Uh, we went the same day, which was three days before the trip, because it needed to be a 72-hour yeah, result. Right. I got my results within a day. She did not get hers until we were um, in the air on the way to Heathrow. So we, <laughs> when we didn't have her results the day before, we're like, oh, crap, we got to go to an urgent care and get like an Insta test done. Oh, um, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good thing we did because she wouldn't have been able to get on the plane. She didn't have a proof of a negative test until until we did the Insta test. They're hardcore about that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. They're not letting you screw around. Well, this is one of those cases yeah. where, you know, my doctor's got these rules and now, so yeah. now I can't, I, the, my biggest complaint in all this is, I know this is self-diagnosis, but I, I know, I haven't had a sinus infection for about 15 years. It's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Um, but this feels like that did 15 years ago. I just know sure. the feeling. Now, it's possible, you know, COVID's weird, does weird things. Um, like 10 people got sick at that that thing we were at, but it was all from little kids. They're all from Van and these other two little kids. And yeah. and nobody, uh, I, well, I don't know. I don't know what everyone else's results were. But the point is, like, I'm almost 100% certain, certain but I'm no doctor. 
I don't even play yeah, one on TV, you know? <laughs> I'm just a dude what right. makes podcasts and art. And so all I'm going to do is going to wait for this. And then when I get it back, and if it comes back negative, I'm going to be a little irritated. And I'm going to say, you know, you could have just gotten me a Z-Pack or some kind of freaking, you know, low-grade uh, antibiotic and I'd be halfway over with this by now. Like that's the problem is this isn't, this will probably dissipate on its own, but if I get some antibiotics, it'll go quick. I would like to go quick. Yeah. Yeah. Speed is of the essence. Damn it. <laughs> I hope so, man. Uh, sucks watching you through this. And, uh, and... Blows goats. What a horrible 30 days, dude. Two weeks ago, <sighs> catch this week before that bat goes out for freaking a week. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. No, forget about the, you went back to back. I did your- go back to back, and and and, and the and the 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 one difference was, or the one stinker of the whole thing was, I laid next to Van while he took a nap, and he coughed in my face. So yeah, there oh. you have it. What the there f? All right. Uh, hey, happy birthdays to a couple of folks in our our yeah. tadpole uh, BioCow, who is uh, a tech genius as well as a really cool dude, is having a birthday today, and Shojo Beats having her actual birthday today. Yeah. Not the fake birthday that I wished her on Monday, no. but the actual birthday, no, the real still birthday. Nice. So we're going to play this for them. Yeah. Happy birthday to you! In a happy new year. Yeah, there you go. Our brand new nice. birthday track. Yeah. Uh, you're the first. Well, not, you're not technically the first, but uh, you're pretty close to the first non-beta run of the file. Right. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, technically she was. Shoujo did get it Monday even though it was the incorrect usage of it. So Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of beta then. I had I went and tightened it up and increased the volume a little bit. So yeah. this is full 1.0 release, guys, and you you're the you're our first uh first folks to get it. So congratulations. <laughs> and all of that on on a on Halo campaign day. Halo Infinite campaign oh, comes yeah. out today. What a glorious time to be alive. To be a gamer, uh, to be sick of Final Fantasy cues and have something else to do. Uh, <laughs> That'll be in your uh, Game Pass. Uh, yeah, that. it's part of Game Pass. Uh, without Game Pass, you can get it too, but it's you know normal video game sure. prices. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I haven't played it yet, but downloaded, ready to go. It's just today. Today's the release. So and reviews yeah. are real good. Oh, good. Yeah, real good. good. Very excited. All right, Brian. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> why don't we? We didn't get to. No, we wouldn't have had one yesterday anyway. So Dun- no, for Dunaway, no. this is just like he never left. Yeah, exactly. Dunaway didn't even notice that we weren't here yesterday. No. Uh, we're going to get him in. We're going to open the lines. 801 is the number to call if you would like to participate in today's uh, Babel Royale slash Tadpooly feud. Uh, we'll get Dunaway in the call and then we'll get this going and we'll give away some prizes. That's the main thing. It's the holidays. And mm-hmm. what better time to give free video games away than the holidays? That's oh, time when you've got all the, the vacation time and the family coming over all the time to play them. Yeah, that's what I say. Well, it's ringing him and he ain't answering. Let's all. Oh. Okay. He's in the, yeah, he's in the server. He so fooled us. He fooled us. Earth. You fool. actually here it's brian dunaway everybody welcome him to the show hi brian fly you fools yeah there oh. you go <laughs> hi scott and brian oh Hello, hey man brian. yeah nice. discord decided it would do its little christmas update because apparently need the little icon to have snow around it so it just took a minute for it to finish launching oh yeah. well thank goodness yeah. for that because 
where would we be without this freaking Christmas snow? The holiday edition of Discord, yes. Yeah. <laughs> bah humbug. Yeah, bah humbug, I say. Uh, hey, it's good to have you here. I hope you're well, and uh, welcome back. We're going to win some prizes today. How do you? How are you doing? How are you feeling over there, buddy? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. You you sound miserable. Yeah, I'm not great. I'm okay. You know what? I'm, I'm okay. It's actually better in the mornings. At night, it's nightmarish. It's so bad. What is oh. the deal with that? Like, I understand... You're winding down. Sleep is needed. You know, I, you know, the human body right. is whatever it is. But for some reason, these kinds of head colds uh, things just turn well, into the worst things at night. It's so well, bad. Well, Scott, it's because your immune system has been working all day. Even though you haven't been doing much of anything, your body has been going, let me get that for you. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's been it's been working all day. So by the end of the day, it's exhausted, man. It's yeah, like, man. I'm done. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you, Doctor Dunaway. I appreciate your uh, diagnosis. You're welcome anytime. You've been more helpful than most doctors in my life this week. Um, all right, hey, let's get to this whole thing. Uh, we got a caller on the line. Let's see who this is. Hi, thanks for waiting. Who's this? Hi, it's Monica. Oh my gosh, it's Monica. Hey, she made it through. She tries I a made lot. It yeah, I've seen your I've seen this number pop up a lot, but then it's always either too late or too early, and you're right on time today. Nicely done. Yay! I called six times. Yep, our first Jersey <laughs> is this our is this our first Jersey girl or uh, I don't know if it is. Is it for the show? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Might be. Yeah. Well, you're representing the entire state of New Jersey. Congratulations. <laughs> and and a great Kevin Smith film. Yeah. It's a good, uh, it's a good movie. Uh, hey, Brian, why don't you explain how this works? What are we doing? Yeah, well, it's time to play the Tadpooly feud. Uh, I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, uh, Wicked Kitten, your job is more important than ever because for a change, you're playing the game instead of helping other people play the game, which is great. And you're either going to be working with Scott or Brian, depending on who starts the game. And if your team wins, you get a prize package that includes Whispers of a Machine, Whispers, and Them's Fighting Herds. Oh, that sounds oh, like some kind of cow thing. Some sort of cows or some sort of herd yeah, of animals. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah Them's Fighting Herds. Mm. Uh, so those are uh, your prizes. But let's, let's give you guys a topic. Uh, for this one, we had... I love telling you the numbers. We had 578 people who responded. Uh, 17 of them passed, um, and 21 of the, uh, 21 people uh, hated the topic. So oh, we're gonna have a nice have wow a, a topic hater. Some sort of topic mass haters. funeral for all the people that passed. Or are we gonna do them individual funerals? Or <laughs> just a mass funeral? Yes. Oh, okay, let's yeah. do it all yeah. at once. Yeah. See, yeah. Them, see them all pass. Sure. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, put your hands on your buzzards and, uh, <laughs> I just, I steer into it now, by the way. I hope you know that, that, um, no, I, I figured it. you're, yeah. I was so tired of accidentally saying, it. I'm just on purpose saying it. Uh, all right, put your hands on your buzzards. Uh, name your favorite Seinfeld episode. Oh, damn it. Oh, crap. Dunaway. Does it have to be the actual name? I'm going Super no. Nazi. That's mine. Can, okay, I was going to say you can describe it if, if you right. don't know the actual title. Uh, show me. That one actually does happen to be called the Soup Nazi. Show me the Soup Nazi. Damn it. Number one answer on the board. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, that means you guys automatically have control. So congratulations. Right. You yeah. and uh, Monica to give me playing together. Yeah, well done. There are nine answers oh, left God. on the board. Let's see how many of them you can... Uh, you can get Monica. How is your Seinfeld uh, 
Um, Knowledge. I've never, never watched the show. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I'm, I've got, I've got, me? I've got many. Hot pockets in my sleep, rednecks. I'm just letting you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Monica, I think I got you covered. Um, I, I think I'm going to. Okay. So, show like 35 oh, times. by the way, and I'll let you know right away. Unlike the hot pockets where I took answers like uh, lava and I hate hot pockets or um, I'm foreign, what's a hot pocket? I did not include all the people who say, well, the, the 21 people who responded with various forms of, I hate Seinfeld. Oh, that's true. Oh, who cares? If you also, don't have what's wrong with fine, them? Just pass. Yeah, exactly. What's wrong with them? Just pass. I Although, get it. What's Seinfeld's great, not for everybody. It's for what's me. What's great is... For people who have never seen it and maybe do want to see an episode or two, today's uh, feud category will actually give you some of the most popular episodes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. It, okay. So among our among our uh, among the tadpole, like I'm going to defend those people only in the fact uh, that they hate it. That's fine. You're allowed to hate things. Totally. I live with a Seinfeld hater, and it's because uh, Seinfeld is a very mean spirited show. Right. It is. That's where the it comedy is. is at. Yeah, yes, sure. And if, if you can't deal with that kind of comedy, then you're not going to enjoy Seinfeld. Sure. Right. Sure, sure. Um, all right. So, uh, Monica, if you don't have a guess, I'm going to describe some that I loved. Um, I, I I wanted to I wanted uh, uh, George uh, at, at Vandalay Industries. Yes. To, uh, the, yeah. Say Vandalay Industries. Say Vandalay Industries. Say Vandalay Industries. That was part of a two-parter called uh, The Boyfriend, which also had the uh, uh, the magic loogie and yes. uh, a baseball player friend of Jerry's that uh, um, wanted help moving a piano. Show me. Keith Hernandez, by the way, was the baseball oh, friend. <laughs> thank yeah. you. I couldn't remember that. I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. Show me uh, The Boyfriend. Oh, are you man. kidding me? That's Not a kidding. good one. That one was uh, number fourteen in the list. Uh, people said it, but not enough people to um, to make right. it, to make it. Oh, move. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, then I think we're in trouble because Scott is a Seinfeld fiend, and I think he's going to know. Yeah. He's a sign fiend. You might he's be a in trouble. Sign fiend. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna give us a few. We've seen okay. a lot. Um, all right, let's go with. Uh, that might the con- help the man hurt him. Who knows? Yeah, you don't know. How about the contest? That's probably got to be the in the contest. top five. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, the, uh, the, the con- infamous out. one about the uh, the masturbation contest where uh, they see how long they can go without. Yeah. I'm out, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, I'm out. Show me the contest. Number two. All right. Uh, After that, I would say the uh, the lost in the parking lot one. I can't remember the name of it, but the mall parking lot one. Sure. Uh, Show me that's one called the parking garage. Yeah, it's early. Uh, And that was actually the first episode I ever saw, which is funny because it's the one. It's the only one. Well, not the only one, but one of the few that don't feature Jerry's apartment in there at all. Oh yeah. Uh, Show me the parking garage. Nice. There you go. Oh. Okay. Uh, now I'm sorry, Monica. I don't should've... be sorry. Don't be sorry. We're gonna win that. We're gonna. You, you I, may I still win this. These, these are, these, late, are yeah. these are top three no points. Exactly. You're getting you're getting piddly points because these are all the easy right. answers. Yeah, I think you're gonna be fine. All right. Yes. Uh, next up, uh, let's go with um oh the Chinese restaurant. No, cut right, cut right. Stop <laughs> taking all my good ones. <laughs> Show me the Chinese restaurant. Well done. You're just knocking them right down the list. Two, yeah. three, and four. That right was there. the that was the episode. I'll just say this as a lifelong fan of the show. That's the episode where the show figured out what it what and who it was. That's yeah, the right. one. 
Everything prior to that was testing, fiddling around, not really sure. The pilot was a little rough. Everything was just like, eh, we don't know. That episode set it in stone, and from there on, that was Seinfeld. Anyway. For sure. Yeah, the um, Soup Nazi and the Chinese Restaurant were the two episodes that I've shown Tristan because he, you know, was born too late to appreciate it when it was on first run. And Chinese Restaurant, so much of that episode hangs on... uh, they're not being cell phones yeah. in the world yeah. and uh, <laughs> huge <laughs> parts phone of on it. the wall. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It would not work as well today for or, sure. Or open table for that matter. Like <laughs> all of those things would make that episode uh, 30 seconds long. So I've so far, I've gone one, two, three, and four here. You went two, three, and four. Oh, two, three, and four. You're right. Cause Brian yeah. got the top one. Um, all right. Yep. Uh, well, um, how about the reverse one where they went back and, they they did the whole episode mm-hmm. in reverse time, and they went to that wedding in in India, but it yes, was told the reverse. one in India that's all in reverse. Uh, all right, show me that one is called. I had it here. Yeah. There it is. That's called the betrayal. Okay, show mm. me the betrayal. Oh no. man! Now, Only see? one person said the betrayal, and I think that's that's a love it or hate it episode. I think uh, the. The memento style delivery of that episode is admirable, but I think a lot of people hate that episode because it tried to break the the mold so much. I don't mm. mind it because there's some really funny George shit in that movie. There is, and there's great payoffs in having the jokes told in that reverse method. Yeah, and he he refused to poo in India. There was just no way he was going to poo. <laughs> that's right. No wonder you liked it. Oh, yeah, no great. wonder I love that one. Don't want to yes. poo on a trip. All right. Well, now it's All you right. and Monica again. Dunaway and yeah. Monica, yeah. Monica, do you have anything off the top of your head? I have one, if not. The only thing I can say is I know three quotes from Seinfeld from never watching it. And I can tell you those quotes. That's about all I can do for you. Well, give them the quotes. Let's hear it. Just give one quote now. Yeah, don't help Scott. Just give one. Don't give Scott freebies. All right. All right. These pretzels are making me thirsty. (laughs) No. No idea what it means. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I know I can't remember what episode that is, but I'm gonna go <laughs> since I can't remember that one. I'm gonna go with the the puffy shirt oh, episode. That's I feel like one. that's gonna be middle middle of the area, mate. Please yeah. come on. I got All I got right. plenty more, but I just yeah. I feel I like that one's that got one. the best chance. I don't want to be a pirate. Also pirate. features the low talker. Yeah. Uh, show me the puffy shirt. Oh, yeah, God. number seven. Thank God. Sorry, chat. There yep. you go. Uh, we're, uh, we're, uh, now we've got ourselves a game here, a yeah. close, right. uh, close yes. match. Yeah. Yes. Now we're now we're working with it. Um, yes. Oh, see, I'm, I'm, mm, these kind of scare me. Some of the because there's so many sure. that I love, and I'm just afraid that are not gonna not gonna fall within the range there. Mm. Um, how about the? They had a nine year run on that show. So my favorite episode though is when. George comes out of the pool and he talks about the shrinkage. I was in the pool. That was your quote. I just that's just gotta be a, a good one, right? Come on, people. It's the shrinkage episode. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's called the Hamptons. Uh, that's the the one where the gang goes up to the Hamptons and mm. it features uh it features a topless woman, doesn't it? Uh, yes, yes. And you can see her toplessness if uh, you watch the Netflix. The re-edit. new Netflix versions yeah. with the widescreen. Yes, exactly. Uh, show me the Hamptons. 
Number Dang 11. It. Yeah, I know. I was oh. worried about that. It, ugh, it took a chance. All right. Oh. Yeah. All right. I like this now. Um, I should have went with the other one. <laughs> there's so many. Uh, there are right. so many. Yeah. It's really hard. All right. Uh, um, oh, geez. Uh, let's go with... Um, <laughs> Roman Pa calling uh, Scott out for being in the chat room talking. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, what am I doing? Nice. Hold on. I'll Get out of that. there. I don't see them. All right, they're take gone. Your, take your neck, NyQuil, addled brain, and get out of the chat room. Yeah, I don't know why I was uh, losing it there. All right, uh, let's go with... Um, uh, what's the one where they... Where he says moops? Dang it. That's another one of my the, favorites. The, now, that's I'm my sorry, personal favorite. The card says moops. Uh, okay, yeah. Sorry, is it moops? Is the kid in the bubble and yes, the bubble boy episode? Yeah, the episode is titled "The Bubble Boy." Okay. Uh, All right, show me. The card says "Moops." Oh come on! Bubble boy was uh, number Mm. eighteen. See, Uh, I was worried about that because that's one of my favorites, but I never see anybody talk about it except for us. All right. Well, (laughs) what's that? Go ahead. I was going to say, like, isn't there one where we like? Discover Elaine's dancing or something. <laughs> oh, that is such a great meme. That is like the best meme. Uh-huh. How about before we do that one? How about I? I've really got one that I really feel is sure topical, and I want it to be there. But I mean, uh-huh. no, I mean, there's a whole culture behind the Festivus oh, <laughs> movement. Oh, yes. And so yeah. I, I just feel like that's got to be that's got to be it. Yeah. The um, that episode is called the Strike. Mm. Uh, which you never would guess. And um, uh, they go to a Hanukkah party. Uh, Lane uses a fake number to avoid a, a date. Uh, and then uh, George's dad and, and George get into Festivus. Yes. Mm. For the rest of us. Show, and it's called The Strike. Show me The Strike. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Number five. Yes. Oh, I thought I was going to get a strike on that one. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you, you oh, got yeah. Nice there. You got. Oh, you only have one. Both of us only have one strike left. So. You only have one more you guys strike only left. Can, yeah, you can only each make one more mistake right now, uh, Brian. You do have more points. Scott will get a, t- a chance to uh, after you, but um, oh, four Monica. answers left on the board. Right. Uh, there's a couple of my got, but I'm just, I'm just afraid they're going to not be in the tops because the things that I like are not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. they're. <sighs> They're real and they're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher, that's right. Okay. Boy, you know more Terry about Hatcher. this than you let on there. Uh, Terry Hatcher, Monica. by the way, celebrating her 57th birthday today. Happy birthday, Terry Hatcher. Are they they're still real? real? And they're spectacular. Are they still? I think though? they're still real. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, that episode, by the way, is called The Implant. Yeah. Uh, Lane oh. goes to the, <laughs> uh, the gym to find out if they are real, in fact. Yeah. Uh, show me The Implant. Oh, oh man! I know that Dang one, it. number nineteen. Wow! Uh, did not make the top ten. Should probably be higher. This should be higher. Four answers still left on the board. All right. Um, I really like the massage lady. It's it's what's her name oh, from uh, Best in one. Show, and she's Stifler's mom. Uh, can't yeah, name. that's good. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. It's an amazing episode. That's just like all over the place. And I think that would be on my list, but now I'm, I don't know if anyone else would. But uh, yeah, I like that one. 
Okay, all right. Uh, that one is called The Note. Uh, Jerry, George, and Lynn get free massage therapy. And after a session with his uh, masseuse, George questions his, sen- his sexuality. Wait, I think that's a different episode. Hold on. Oh, really? Yeah, the one okay. I'm thinking of is the one where Jerry's dating Jennifer Coolidge. That's her name, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. And she's got uh-huh. the table, and she brings it upstairs, and Jerry's trying to make her give him a massage. Oh, she doesn't okay. want to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, right, just so I don't one. either steal or... Either this way, I don't take a bad answer or possibly yes. cheat a good answer. So. Right. So that one's called the masseuse. Yeah. Oh, um, that makes sense. Look at episode. that. You almost named it. it you later. almost. Uh, you did. Uh, and that one. Um, hold on. Is let me see if. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Elaine meets a man whose name is the same as a notorious serial killer. Uh, Jerry can't get his masseuse girlfriend, played by Jennifer Coolidge, to give a massage. George is obsessed when uh, Jerry's girlfriend doesn't like him. Oh yeah. All that's right. It. That's it. I love the B stories and C stories sometimes are they're the best yeah. ones. Uh, all right, show me the masseuse. Oh! All right, who has the Congratulations points? Congratulations going out to Monica. Now, Does Monica did win? Monica get, get the one with the Elaine dancing? I can't remember anything that one is else called in that little, episode. That one's called The Little Kicks, and okay. uh, it was number, <laughs> um, where is it? It was, it was another one where I was surprised it wasn't higher, but I think it's just there weren't that many yeah it was number 53 in the list right um little kicks let's get to the rest of these someone dies looking envelopes or something yeah this is this is fiance george's fiance by the way um i spent let me just say i spent an hour this morning with people's descriptions right because all they had to do was put in a description of what the episode or quote i had to go and look up all of these titles to figure out which episode people were talking about yeah and by the way if you don't we talked about him earlier in the thing if you don't like seinfeld if you're just not a fan it never worked for you you found it too whatever don't watch curb your enthusiasm it's all of that turned up to 10 same same dna yeah same dna but cranked up to the highest level and you'll hate it but if you're seinfeld curious yeah. Um, <laughs> these first uh, 10 episodes are great ones to start with, um, for sure. All right, let's get to these last ones. Number six, show me number six. The sea was angry that day, my friends. Oh, That's, I love uh, that the one. marine Ooh. biologist where George pretends to be a marine biologist and yeah. uh, saves a, a whale, takes a, eh. a, a golf ball out yeah. of its blowhole. Fra- yeah. It was Kramer's golf ball out of his blowhole. Blow <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah. Pretty dumb. Uh, show me number eight. Uh, chicken, chicken roaster. roaster. Oh, I was going to say Rogers. Uh, chicken roasters. It's uh, a great one. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jerry dreams of uh, Newman slathered with uh, yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> barbecue sauce or batter dipped or deep fried or whatever. It's a great episode. Uh, show me number nine. The oh, Frogger. Frogger. I, I almost said the Frogger. George. I didn't think anyone liked that. This is like uh, such it's a, a moment. great one. It's a great. It is a great one, and it's got one of the best sight gags of yeah. any Seinfeld episode with George crossing it's the street just, with his Frogger machine. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's Plus, just a minute of it. It's uh, yes. uh, Peter Stormare's in that, and that's that's extra points for me. He's great. Love him for sure. Yeah. And then finally, number ten. The opposite. This is the one where uh, George decides he's going to do everything that he wouldn't do. Like he, uh, oh. it's the opposite. Yeah, because Jerry, Jerry keeps uh, coming out even. 
and yeah. it's very, it frustrates and her. And Elaine yeah. goes yep. the and other way. She's having like exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she starts uh, seeing bad luck after she buys a box of Juji fruits. Uh, George ends up getting his getting a girlfriend, a job with the Yankees, moving out of his parents' house. Meanwhile, Kramer get goes on Regis and Kathy Lee to promote his coffee table book. Yeah, that's right. That's oh an amazing God. moment, by the way, when they do that. Because he was actually on set there, and there's there's talk that it was most of it was improv, and so yeah. at the yeah. end he like spits water all over Kathy Lee and Regis. Exactly. So congratulations, and there you go. And, and by the way, again, they're uh, non-Seinfeldians or Seinfeldians who don't hate the show and just haven't watched it. There's your ten. Start with those ten. They're like the Seinfeld greatest hits. Yeah. And by the way, from a critical standpoint, the show is considered the greatest sitcom of all time. So, you know, it's not just us with some weird secret love for a show that no one else liked. That thing was universally loved. Only 21 people out of 573 said they hated it. So that's, you know. Good odds. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. Less than five percent. Like yeah, not everyone's gonna like everything, but we knew we know exactly. this for sure. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. The boy, the points work here is you win. I may have gotten four, three of the five of the, or whatever, however many I got, three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you uh, won. So, uh, how do you feel about that, Monica? You feel pretty good. I'm yeah. I'm like super excited. Yeah, I can tell <laughs> in that Jersey kind of way. <laughs> Uh, well, sweet. Well, we know your email address, but you can still send uh, an email to Brian Coverville at gmail.com and he will hook you up with your codes. <laughs> I'll just I'll just send it to her via Discord because yeah. she might have a Discord uh, chat thing. Yeah, that would um, be DJ fun. Stengel says, Seinfeld is only nine seasons, but it's always sunny in Philadelphia is 15 seasons and still going. Just saying, uh, yeah, longevity does not make a... Uh, and the Simpsons uh, have been on for 40 years, it seems like. So you know That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like... Longevity I like, does not make a show great. I like Philadelphia a lot. Uh, Always Sunny's great. But uh, I worry about it staying a little yeah. too long. Just a little. Yeah. Too long. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's good to get uh, out. Yeah. Look Who's Talking had two sequels. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't have. Dude, freaking Curb Your Enthusiasm but Blade Runner only had one. Oh, with, yeah. with yeah. longevity. Curb, Curb is still... Uh, Curb is 11 seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Curb, yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the 11th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. This is crazy. Two more seasons than, uh, than Seinfeld ever went. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, congratulations, Monica. You deserve it. You're the winner, the chicken dinner. Yes. Hey, Brian. Well done. Hey, you, Scott. You, you were part of the team that won today. Do you have anything to say for your, your behavior? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, I love Seinfeld, and now I've got to go watch the whole series again, even though I have to do it on the down low because, because Audra hates it. And she's oh, like, see? Uh, so she's a... You're going to watch that? Mm. Uh, she's a hater. She, why yeah. does she hate it? Is she giving you reasons? Yeah, like I said, no, no, no. I mean, I know why. I, anything that's mean-spirited, she doesn't care for. Yeah, and, yeah, and that show is, that, is the, that is a valid argument. If you yeah. hate people who are who are mean. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. They're mean um, in a different way, though. It's not like... yeah. No, yeah. they're they're like, very they're, not, uh, they're very centric because it's it's all about they're the most selfish people. They're all single people. They none of them have kids. They're all yes. very selfish. They're yeah. in their, you know in yes. their thirties, and it's just if you they're, don't it's you don't like it's that. not like the dicks on uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which I, right. I also love that show. But oh, they're <laughs> really mean. That show's mean. They're really mean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get that. I mean, and, and yeah. that's what I'm saying about Curb. Curb is like mean plus fifty. 
Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But also really funny. Uh, all right. Well done, Brian. It's good to hang out with you as always. We'll be together again this weekend for Film Sack when we're watching. I don't remember. Oh, uh, coming, Better Watch Out. Better Watch Out. That's the movie. Christmas uh, Christmas Gore Fest. Not really Gore Fest, but a Christmas horror film that takes a turn. I hope there's a, hmm. some gore. I like gore in my Christmas horror movies. Well, there's some gore. Yeah. Al Gore? Yeah. He's in there? Uh, yes. Brian Dunaway, go eat a goat. We'll see you later, bye. Wow. Yeah. Damn. He likes goats. What can I tell you? Yeah, he does. He uh, Claire, we are watching Jingle All the Way. That is uh, next week. So Yeah, week after. So Jingle yep. All the Way happening for sure. All yes. right. Uh, hey, look at this. We got time for this. Why it's the news, and it's brought to you by. By Chris Renshaw, who tells bad jokes about board games and what's new in the hobby on his podcast show, Boards and Swords. Check it out by visiting boardsandswords.com. Spell out the end because the internet still doesn't like the ampersand character. Oh, no, it does not. It doesn't work on your URL. Uh, he's a patron of the show and has a cool thing he's doing, so I wanted to give him That's some so props. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Customs officials are in the news. Uh, they mm-hmm. do all sorts of seizing. You know, they seize things and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're Caesars. They're, they're Caesars for sure. They're little, they're little Caesars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty little Caesars. They've seized nearly 4,000 bongs at uh, the D.C. airport. Uh, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> a lot of bongs, Brian. Many bongs. D.C.? Not not out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Wow. No. In fact, well, let's. I have Colorado stories today, but, but this one, oddly, was not one. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials seized a shipment of almost 4,000 bongs at Washington Dulles Airport. Uh, the $56,000 shipment arrived in China on October 2nd, manifested as gravity pipes. <laughs> gravity pipes. <laughs> gravity pipes. I've heard them called water pipes uh, mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, yeah. Isn't that, yeah. I've never heard of gravity pipe in my life. So no, it's either fake pipe. or great. I don't know which. Uh, the the people there, or the people in the uh, customs uh, office said they had confirmed that the glass bongs violated U.S. laws on the importation of drug paraphernalia, unquote. The bongs were headed to an address in Los Angeles County, California. Mm, someone in L.A. getting their bong on. Mm-hmm. Uh, officers screen international passengers and cargo for illicit narcotics, unreported currency, weapons, counterfeit consumer goods, prohibited agriculture and other illicit products that could potentially harm American public, the American public rather, U.S. businesses and our nation's safety and vitality, it said in the release. Our vitality. Uh, Although... Bongs will kill the world! Weed's legal in California, so... Yeah. I don't know. It's only... Is this only a problem until... They should have a different way to get them there, I guess. Yeah, it's only a problem until it gets there, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, how... Actually, that is a question because you can you can um, smoke non illegal substances in a bong. So, just owning a bong, having a bomb in your suitcase, shouldn't be an issue, right? Hmm. Well, you say that. Yeah. Why? Why is that? A. I mean, I guess if it came in a giant lump sum, they make it a different decision than if it was just a, a lady with a bong in her bag. Yeah. Bong bag. <laughs> oh, importation. Okay, so it's the. It's the importation of drug paraphernalia. It's interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, All right. Hmm. I could see that. Um, bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see. There was also, oh, while inspecting the couple's carry-on bag, uh, which was part of this deal, officers discovered an envelope concealed behind the carry-on 
bag zipper liner. Officers verify the couple's combination uh, or combined currency of $23,641. They seized the currency for violating U.S. currency reporting laws and then released the couple with a $641 uh, or $641 as humanitarian relief. <laughs> so they're like, here, go get a burger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can get a decent burger with $641. Oh, hell yeah. It's a lot less than the 23641 they yeah. started with. Hell, hell yeah. Whoops. Um, I'm going to jump to this weird st- story about uh, okay. Colorado, all right? Okay, all right. Colorado Connection, everybody. We got a story yeah. about Colorado where Brian lives. Colorado Connection. Here it is. Colorado leads. I don't know if you're going to be happy about this. Colorado leads the nation in dog poo complaints. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, listen what states aren't complaining about dog poo right what state what state is perfectly happy with dog poo it seems like all of them should be upset about dog yeah, poo yeah shouldn't exactly. just be uh colorado but they're leading dog the nation poo in is complaints. outlawed only outlaws will dog poo there you go <laughs> say that five times fast um colorado ranks as the name in the nation as the most dog poo complaints according to a recent study the study by protect my paws p-a-w-s mm. A company that helps consumers find pet insurance analyzed tweets with a number of poop-related keywords. For example, dog poo and stepped-in poo to reveal the dog poop capital of America. Colorado leads the nation with 15.4 tweets annually per 100,000 population. Doesn't seem like that much. No, it's not a lot. So uh, we have about 6 million people here. Mm Yeah. so 100,000 is <laughs> 160th, so 60 times 15 tweets, like, all right, yeah, sure, I it's guess. It's a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the next, uh, the state with the least amount is Delaware at 1.5. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. you know, Delaware. Yeah. Seattle came in second. Delaware loves dog poo, I hear. Oh, they love it. They just eat it. They love <laughs> it. Um, Can't get enough of it. Let's see here. Uh, Delaware, or no, I'm sorry. Seattle came in second. Um... Oh, weird. Oh, do we have a... There is a list of the states. Where does Utah... That's what I'm trying to find out. List. Oh, this is in the yeah. Denver Post. Yeah, it was. A local rag. Yes. I um, guess it goes without saying to say that I've been to the Denver Post. Yeah, it's... I, I feel like it... Yeah, that seems for sure. Let's see. No, it doesn't say... Oh, no. Here we go. Dog poopiest in the country. Ugh, this... You're not a subscriber, so you can't read this article. Utah, yeah. 3.9 in Utah. Okay. So what number does that put you at? Does um, it, say? Like, it puts us at, it doesn't say, it doesn't say. Um, I, what I think is funny about that is that I may be included in this study. I think I did a dog poop complaint in one of these. <laughs> I'm sure you've, I have no doubt that you have mm-hmm. used dog poo in a tweet. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Seems, seems about right. Yeah. Uh, other people like Iowa, Wisconsin, Connecticut—they're all in threes. Kentucky, we're all—we're all about the same poopy. Wonderful. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here for a little tech time. After that, a uh, fun discussion of recommendals with uh, Randy. So stick around. Brian's going to play a song though before we get there. So what do you got for us? I totally am, and uh, this is uh, this is some fun. You know, I've used the term before, like shoegazy pop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is very shoegazy pop. There's a little bit of a a church's kind of feel to this, although 
churches fans will say, well, okay, yeah, in initial sound, maybe churches, but uh, maybe not. Um, this is the title track from the band Mercurial, I'm sorry, Magdalena Bay. Um, <laughs> that's a lot different. The band than Mercurial. is Magdalena Bay. Mercurial World is the song uh, and the brand new album that's out via Luminel Recordings. Um, these guys are an LA duo and, uh, um, God, this is such a fun song, fun sound to it. Here is Mercurial World by Magdalena Bay. Hold me down to the earth When the storms rise in front of us Tell me we'll make it work You're as sure as the stars on top of us talk to you about canva pro and making your design life simpler and easier so if you don't know canva pro is a design platform and the whole idea is it empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks this is what the internet is all about now especially if you're a creator and an artist designing with canva pro is fast it's easy and it's super fun to use 
And um, you can choose from thousands of professionally made templates, which are easy to customize. Lots of simple drag and, uh, drag and drop features in there as well. Or you can tar- start totally from scratch. If you're like, oh, I don't like any of these, I'm going to do my own. You can totally do that. It comes with endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and more elements than you can imagine. They're going to help give your projects more personality and style. All the stuff you're trying to achieve. Get all of this and more with a Canva Pro subscription and stay on top of team projects with an easy organizing system. Let you edit, share, comment in real time, all those sorts of things. You can do all that with Canva Pro. And the Content Planner, which is part of Canva Pro, lets you save time planning, creating, and posting social media content as well. You and up to four teammates can unlock Canva Pro for just $12.99 a month. Think of that. That's crazy. I'm impressed with it. Uh, I'm always impressed with like really cool web tools when somebody gives me something that isn't like traditional, you know, computer-based software and lets me do stuff over the web. And then you're like, oh my gosh, this is mind-blowing. All I need is a browser and the content you can post out with this stuff is incredible. Amazing stuff. I made a logo for somebody with this thing and it just took me, I don't know, minutes. Almost felt guilty. Not really though. So here's what I want you to do. Wow your audience with Canva Pro, the easiest way to create presentations. Get a free 45-day extended trial by going to canva.me slash TMS45. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E. So dot me slash TMS45 to get your 45-day extended trial. Felt, flannel, and sandpaper cut into strips can be fastened on the back of your cutout pictures with rubber cement, vegetable glue, or other all-purpose glues. I'd been smoking pot for quite a while before I met Chuck. Chuck finally talked me into using heroin. The Morning Stream. Am I still here? Hello? We've made our triumphant return, and that song again was, please. That song again is Magdalena Bay and their new song, Mercurial World, which is the title track of their brand new album. That sounds great. Also, AV Tech John found a Scott Johnson tweet from 2016 where you uh, take somebody's thread and say, if you smear a little dog poo on it, then it's a comment thread. Oh, oh. All right. So well, that yeah, would have probably yeah. been counted. Yeah, that would have counted. Yeah, that would have counted because it has the words "dog poo" in okay. it. So, all right, that makes but sense. Twenty sixteen, it wouldn't have counted towards the current study. Right. That. Uh, yeah. Right. Whatever previous study was going on, I'm in that one for sure. <laughs> exactly. All right. Check this out, y'all. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. He joins us today, as he does each and every Wednesday, from his palatial studios in los angeles california tom Merritt, welcome back to the show how the heck are you dropping the dropping the y'alls yeah there. i got the I y'alls know, going you know kind of me down in my southern illinois accent my you wife's know. from uh the south i have to just think of these things it's just the way it is yeah uh, well i mean my studio may be palatial scott but my car is roached <laughs> and the dog's sad oh so. well, <laughs> there's a country song in there somehow Hey, uh, Tom Merritt joins us, as he always does, talks about tech. I love it, because how else are we going to talk about tech on this show unless Tom tells us about it? So uh, mm-hmm. what's It's what's, impossible. What's bubbling or boiling out there right now? Uh, one of my favorite country artists, Ming-Chi Kuo, uh, also happens to be one of my favorite Apple analysts. Oh. Um, 
More more people are probably familiar with his Apple analysis than his country music writing skills, including mm. himself. But uh, he has a report out, and he has a very good track record at this stuff. Uh, Quo has has good sources in the supply chain and in Apple. Uh, he's very sober in his analysis. I know a lot of you guys love the flashy YouTubers out there that tell you what you want to hear, but they're usually wrong. Uh, and they're right just often enough to make you go, yeah, but he was right that one time. Quo's right like 90% of the time. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Quo says, we're getting an AirPods 2 update, uh, you know, a second uh, version of the AirPods 2 in uh, Q4 2022. Probably not that shocking. Sure. It's been since 2019 since we had the AirPods Pro. These will have a better chip and uh, they'll have uh, more of that Beats Fit uh, design maybe sure. uh, is the rumor. Sure. Maybe include some fitness sensors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Uh, but the big one is that we're getting uh, uh, the augmented reality or rather mixed reality. These would be both augmented and virtual reality glasses that Apple's been working on for years might finally come out in 2022. Now, he doesn't put a quarter on it, so we don't know when, uh, but they uh, they are uh, expected to be around 300 to 400 grams, which is just a little more than half what the Quest 2 is. Quest 2 is 500 grams. Oh, so these are light. Mm-hmm. These are these are lighter anyway. Uh, I don't know if I'd call them light still, but they're lighter. <laughs> yeah. My guess is they might have a goggles-y sort of, since they're going to be augmented reality too, mm-hmm. they might sort of look like a ski headset. Uh, or something like that. Sure. Uh, anyway, they're apparently already working on the follow-up device, according to Quo, uh, to come in 2024. But the the mixed reality headset race will heat up if Apple gets into it. Just just like any sure. other product category. Right? Yeah, that's that is, seems seems likely to me. I'm really curious about what that thing would look like after all this time because we've been hearing yeah. about them working on that since what 2010 or something like forever ago they were like we're there's a rumors of a secret vr ar thing going on at apple and then mm-hmm. nothing 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 and then suddenly this like you said reputable reporter saying i might get to see him next I year think we're finally good. he's he's talked about them working on it uh conventional wisdom is they've got maybe a thousand people uh working on this and i think as an average consumer we get caught up into like well j- just show it to me already yeah. and mm-hmm. You think about the things you work on personally. Right. Uh, do do you show everyone every nope. moment that nope. you're working on them, or do you wait until you're done and then go show the family and friends? Like, ah, I finished it. Well, you you wait till you're done. That's the same with Apple. Just because they're taking a while to do it means that they are waiting until they think it's right. And that that's another thing Apple does is they they don't. They don't ship right away. They they have a goal they want to reach, and I'm gonna guess Scott that that goal includes design they want this to be something people look at and go oh yeah i want to wear that it might even be the primary goal like the primary goal is to figure out how to marry the technology that we're that we're seeing happen with quest and other devices and and get to a place where all of that makes sense in a thing you'd actually want to put on your head in more more situations than people currently put a quest on their head as an example Mm -hmm. i'm sure of that like that that seems like the number one thing um I don't, you know, I don't know what any of this means to, you know, what this might say about an ecosystem. Um, you know, one of the things that's undeniable is Apple's got a gargantuan ecosystem with the App Store. And yeah. they could leverage that, I suppose, in AR and VR pretty quickly. But it's not like they've got a bunch of stuff in there now just waiting to get launched. You know what I mean? So it seems like there's mm-hmm. some of that to consider. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really curious about it though. I want to I want to yeah. see what they're doing. I I I want the 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 person who's been following this for 30 years uh in me uh wants to say, well, what Apple will do is dominate the the device side, right? They'll put out the device uh, and then whatever platforms work best with the device, yeah. whether that's Meta or somebody else, uh, will will win based on how well it works with Apple's device. But the person who actually works on this every day says, shut up, old man. Uh, <laughs> Apple is pivoting to services. Yeah. So the device oh, yeah. is likely to be a way to get you into a service. Will, would Apple come up with its own Metaverse-like platform? For this could see question that. mark could see mm. that I still say that no no one company will it it needs to come from everywhere like it, the yeah. whole point of a metaverse is that everywhere yeah, is yeah. connecting it cannot be that well we're all I'm I, hey it's the metaverse with walls around it That's that right. are called Google or Apple or anyone else like it has to be if you don't make your VR game to support this platform you're gonna lose kind of thing well not just that like true metaverse like the way it's been talked about we're talking about you know, let's just say, they'll give an example. I'm playing Halo with a friend. We're doing co-op. Mm-hmm. And in a true, metaf- a true metaverse, Brian should be able to walk into scene, oh. into camera, wearing his World of Warcraft gear. Yeah. Because, because that's the idea. It's crossover. Right. It's connectivity. Oh, it's, I see what you're saying. Everyone's everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. So you, got, you get your brain out of just, just app or just program or just game and then pull way out. That means standards, and that means standards that everybody has to adhere to, uh, or build, or 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 you know, I don't know. And there are plenty of examples in tech where there are standards. So I just think that's one where it's, it's going to have to happen. But before that happens, there'll be a gold rush like we've never seen before, and it's going to be annoying as hell. That's my prediction. It's going to be really <laughs> annoying because they're all going to be, we've got it, we've got it, we've got it. Yeah, everyone's yeah. going to say they've got this metaverse when really they're forgetting the whole definition of metaverse. So we'll see. If Apple does this right, they'll be able to have a corner that you can pay to get, pay Apple to get into, you know, Apple land, the Apple metropolis in the metaverse. Uh, and if you have an Apple device, you've got a free pass or whatever, or an Apple One subscription. Uh, but it will interoperate and you'll be able to walk out of it with your stuff. You know, the way you can walk around in the world with an iPhone. It's not right. like they don't let you into the Samsung store if you've got an iPhone in your pocket. <laughs> right, uh, right. Metaverse should work like that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exa- right. That's a great example. Right. That's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to aim at here is that, that that sort of mentality needs to be part of this or else what are we doing? What are we mm-hmm. actually doing? Mm-hmm. If we're just creating uh, – what was PlayStation 3 had that um, – Virtual kind of second life thing they had in there. What was that oh, called? Right. What was that called? Uh, I forgot. About, I forgot yes. all about that. Yeah. Home. Yeah, right? Was it? Was it? PS Home or home. PS? I think it was Home. Yeah. yeah. Home yeah, sounds right. Home. Yeah. Yeah. That thing, you know, was never ever going to be anything other than a PlayStation thing, and and it, it, right. it lived and died in the PS3 era, so it was never going to go anywhere else. But I walked into it exactly once and looked around and went like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. So yeah, like that that kind of stuff is like those are interesting because they tickle the edge of of what could be or or these these ideas. Second life, same thing. Yeah. It's like well, yeah, you know, what could happen here? But until they're all happening interoperably, there's no real metaverse going on. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. like in the real life. If I walk in, like Tom says, walk into a Samsung store with an iPhone, no problem. Do that in the game. It doesn't or, disappear. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't like preclude you Whoa. from coming in there. 
Just like that Back to the Future photo. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Basically, we're talking about the internet, but but right bigger and 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 just like on the internet or in real life there are places where only certain people can go in right mm-hmm. like you 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 can't walk into someone else's house without their permission you you can't go into certain clubs unless you pay the fee to, to get in and that'll happen in the metaverse don't we're not saying we won't mm-hmm. you know to play halo you might have to have your halo character on mm-hmm. instead of your warcraft character but there might be a lobby where everybody can mix and mingle with whatever character they happen to be inhabiting at the time. Yeah. People keep talking about the Oasis from uh, the um, oh, yeah. Ready Player One as being kind of an example of this, right? Mm-hmm. Where Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 100%, except even they were limited by their own IP ownership, you know? So they couldn't, right. they couldn't bring mm-hmm. in... I mean, they made some deals, so they got, like, Overwatch characters and some other stuff in there that weren't yeah. necessarily yeah. owned by Warner Brothers. But most of the stuff in that thing were all... Warner Brothers own properties. The book, the book right. was much more wide open because the book didn't have to care about right, it. Exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, books are. Yeah, I think they uh, mean more the world that's depicted in the film rather than mm-hmm. the movie and what they were able to show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The book definitely gets it gets it right. I think. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, do you think there's a future where we're all worshiping a statue of the author of uh, of that book? <laughs> where we all think he's like, oh, the great progenitor of the metaverse. This was him with his book, Ready Player One. Yeah, but there's also a statue of Neil Stevenson, right? <laughs> right next to him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and it's like, ah, the forefathers, the the great predictors. Maybe William Gibson. We Gibson, better put William Gibson, put Gibson there up there. Yeah. yeah. And, the, the the holy trinity of the metaverse. Yeah. Get, and Mark know. Zuckerberg's got his own statue that he's like, but what about me? <laughs> I named my company Meta. Come on. Oh, uh, no. I, I bought a company that made a headset. Come on. The sculptor yeah. doesn't want to make his hair. All right. Uh, hey, uh, well, we've done it. We've discussed this, and that means that that's probably a good indication of some of what we'll talk about later on the Daily Tech News Show today at 2.30 Mountain Time. It's Wednesday, so I'll be on. Very exciting. You know, Wednesday <laughs> Wednesdays are great because Wednesdays are the days that I can mark some big moments in my life in the last 30 days. Wednesday was the day my back went out. Wednesday was the day I caught a horrible head cold. And today is another <laughs> Wednesday where I still have said head cold. It's probably a sinus infection. It's great. Wednesdays are great. They're great. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, th- honestly, you, you, I could be negative and look at this as me causing the headache. <laughs> or I could say, thank goodness I'm here to help relieve. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that better. That's a better attitude to have in general. I'm kind of sure. hoping for the second one, but, you know, yeah, yeah, your yeah. mileage may vary. It may. Uh, anything else happening that you want folks to know about before we go? Free Tom newsletter is back. You might not have realized it was gone, uh, but I, I took a couple weeks off from it. Uh, first, because I was traveling uh, to my niece's birthday, and then it was Thanksgiving weekend here in the U.S., uh, but but I sent out another one. And it felt good. Uh, in fact, I got a little more opinion-y uh, rather than just uh, telling you what was going on uh, in the last couple. Uh, you know, a little more writing and a little less uh, bullet points. So, you know, if you're interested in just a little more insight into to what I think, as well as getting all of the writing and and shows and all of that that I do, uh, freetomnewsletter.com. Very, very nice. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Have a fantastic day, and we'll see you later today. Thanks, y'all. Bye now. See you, Tom. <laughs> all right. Very good. Got to shrink this window down now. Here we go. Shrink it. Uh, <clears throat> well, excellent, uh, excellent stuff. Let's uh, let's move forward. Never backward. Always forward. <laughs> with recommendals <laughs> I tried to add the word recommendals to our call that's not correct it is Randy Jordan there we go uh, alright 
adding them to the call. We got uh, we got our clips. We got our stuff. That's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm very we excited. Everything we we could possibly need. For everything this you want and more. who it is it's uh, our old pal randy deluxe joining us for recommendals today hi randy aloha good morning oh happy man. wednesday to you listen, we're gonna, listen we're to gonna you. turn this thing around we're oh. gonna make this happy wednesday okay happy from wednesdays the greatest days of the week yes. yeah yeah yes, it truly exactly. is when make uh, take doing yeah go ahead i've been doing a little research for you while uh while you're, oh. you're recording this episode of the show um okay. i i pulled the top sitcoms of all time according to various authorities yeah uh-huh. uh and i just want you to know uh so rolling stone has the simpsons and at number one and cheers at number two okay. indie wire has cheers at number one and news radio at number two oh, that shocked me yeah i mean it's uh, a great show but uh yeah. stacker has rick and morty at number one and the office at number two okay. and then imdb which probably the most like democratic of these mm-hmm. has I uh, uh, friends at number one and the office at number two. So we mm-hmm. got the office in there a couple of times, cheers in there a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, I saw, I, I went to some other like minor things and I kept finding Rick and Morty over and over. And I'm like, oh, this weird. is like a, this is a, a recent uh, bias. It must be. Oh, yeah. it have to be right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I like, mean, well, you know, I love, I like Rick and Morty a lot, but, yeah, I mean, all those shows that you listed, all the ones you named, are great, great shows that I love. So yeah, Friends so is a, Friends. Friends for me is a little up and down, but yeah, Friends belongs there. I think. Mm-hmm. I think uh, so. My recent rewatch of Friends, I enjoyed tremendously. Mm. You also reminded me of this uh, Twitter thread. I think it was a Twitter thread. I cannot find it. I read this amazing thing a few years ago. I don't know. Maybe it was a blog post somewhere, but I think it was a Twitter thread from a glass blower in a, in the United States. Mm. There's this okay. glass blower in the United States who was saying if you guys had any idea how profitable this business is everyone would be going into glass blowing <laughs> you know and he was like he was like for starters the international community is really really dead set against us shipping this stuff into other countries like he's like our our two big profit centers are adult toys uh, you know, glass that you insert oh, into yourself sure. and bongs. Well, blowing. And, I mean, it's right there in the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and making a bong is not easy, right? So like, it's a, it's a advanced glass blowing uh, technique. Hmm. And, uh, and apparently the whole world is stuck in the 1950s and terrified to ship these things uh, into other countries. Like we're all afraid. I don't know that we're going to uh, go to hell or something. Sure. So sure. Uh, anyway, it was just this amazing piece where this glass blower was like, you know, if I make a really great whiskey glass, or like a teacup or something, I can sell it for a dollar. But if I make a great bong, I can sell that thing for $40 or, oh, or so, you know, like, like yeah. that's just you, 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 his entire business had moved over to uh, butt plugs to and, and bongs, butt plugs and, and bongs. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's a great business name. He should register that with the state of California. Butt plugs Tina and bongs. And I actually uh, did. We took a one day glass blowing uh, course and uh, it was kind of fun. Actually. Did you guys make bongs or butt plugs? We made neither. We made Christmas ornaments and water, uh, uh, plant waterers. Okay. All right. Yeah. A butt bong. A butt bong. Yeah, I mean, you could probably, I wouldn't recommend using either of them as a, as a uh, butt plug because they're very thin walled and uh, you'd end up with some shards. Just sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, that, someone happy. in the chat mentioned Tommy Chong getting jail time. That was before California passed, passed its uh, recreational uh, uh, weed laws. Oh, yeah. That was like 25 yeah, years ago. Well now. before. Yeah. Way before. So that would not happen today. He'd be fine. He'd, he'd yeah. do it. He probably is doing it just fine. He's probably fine now. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Anyone yeah, check on Tommy Chong? Go give him a look. Let's make I sure he's okay. I will bet you. I don't. I have no evidence of this, but I will bet you Tommy Chong is deep into crypto. I just have this feeling. <laughs> really? I don't know <laughs> like why deep, that. Like I don't super know why that's funny, but yeah, maybe there's something there. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get to it. We got uh, recommendals to make. We watch streaming services all the time. We pull stuff out that we like, and we tell each other about it here on the show. Hopefully, you at home walk away with a few good ideas your own selves. We always start with Brian. Brian, you got any setup for this first clip here? Uh, yes, this is a series. I had no idea about this series until I think um, either somebody recommended it to me or like Paste Magazine described it as one of the best comedy series uh, recent years. And uh, I wholeheartedly agree. So, all right. And this is the very first, these are the opening seconds. Uh, like the opening minute of the show. All right, here we go. His homemade music video, I Want to Marry You at Recess, has racked up 22 million views in just three days. Some in the music industry are already calling him the next big white kid. And that's why we are so lucky to have him in the studio with us today for his first ever live TV interview. Please welcome Chase Dreams and his mother, Pat. Hi, Good guys. to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having us. Well, of course. So walk us through this, okay? Uh, Uh, Did you always want to be a famous singer? Um, I actually never really sang before. I just made this one video for fun, and I guess lots of people liked it. Yeah, they sure Sure did. did. So, Mom, does this kind of talent run in the family? You have other kids, right? Yes. His older brother, Carrie, is an actor here in um, New York City. He's really good. Wow. What kind of work does he do? Hi, I'm Carrie Dubeck, and I'm reading for the role of Man at Party Who Smells Fart. (laughs) <laughs> great party. Thank you. Okay, great. Let's go again, but this time I think the fart is just bigger and better. <laughs> I don't know what this is. What is this? This is a show called The Other Two. This is on HBO Max and and um is the story of a couple of older siblings to a a kid who has just achieved massive like YouTube sensation as I'm kind of like a little mix between Justin Bieber and um, Aaron Paul or something like that. Yeah. And it's, um, this is one of those, you know, or one of those shows, you know, how I say like, well, you know, give it three or four episodes. And if you don't find it funny, then it's not for you. Yeah. If you don't laugh in the first episode of this, then I'll, I'll go out and say the show is probably not for you. Uh, Tina, are trying to remember the last time we laughed out loud <laughs> as much as we did to this show. And I think it was like the first couple seasons of modern family or life in pieces or, um, the office, things like that. You know, all the, all the shows you mentioned a minute ago, Randy, um, <laughs> this is, uh, uh, it is so, so funny. That's Molly Shannon. You're hearing in this episode or in that clip I just played, she plays the mom. Oh, good. Uh, that means she's in it. I was afraid she was like one of the interviewers, but, uh, that's great. No, I love her. She's in it a lot. That, that clip, by the way, I mean, it's got Kathy Lee and Hoda and stuff. It is the first few seconds of the show just meant to kind of set up who this kid is. So don't base whether you watch the show on whether Kathy Lee and Hoda are in there. They're in there for five seconds. Yeah. And, and um, same, same with Will Forte, right? Like this is not a Will Forte show. There is no Will Forte in this show at all. Oh, I thought, I thought you just said that we heard the voice of Will Forte. No, you no, said Molly, uh, Shannon. Molly Shannon. 
Molly Shannon, but also <laughs> Ken Marino is in this from Party Down. Yeah. Um, oh. Ken Marino <laughs> steals Down. every single scene he's in, and he plays the um, kind of this kid's agent manager. See the blonde and, guy from uh, Party Down, the blonde kind of douchey guy. The yes, okay. the, the the older guy is part of the group who leaves for a while, and uh, yeah, Ken Marino is is uh, fantastic. He's hilarious in yeah. this thing. Um, who else is in this thing? Oh, uh, uh, Richard Kind is uh, Carrie's agent, the um, the older brother who you heard as man at party who smells fart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wanda Sykes is an executive from the record label. Um, great, great supporting cast. The two main people are uh, Helene York and Drew Tarver, who've done a few things that, um, uh, you know, bit parts and, and stuff here and there but more like on the comedy circuit than as actors who've been in really big things. So they're kind of newcomers, which is great. Actually it really works. And and this is a Chris Kelly joint, right? This is, yeah, this is written by uh, Chris Kelly and Sarah Schneider, who are two former head writers for SNL. Right. They were and like co-head writers for the entire, uh, the entire season. Yeah. Generation X switch. Like the, yes, the, the whole teens, whatever we're calling that decade. They were they were head writers at Saturday Night Live, and I I think Saturday Night Live has been really good for the last ten years. So I, I think so I'm, too. And, I'm looking forward to this. And these guys, um, you know, it's funny the comedy um, doesn't ever feel like an SNL skit, and you occasionally see people like um, Beck Bennett makes an appearance. Um, oh, I can't remember who's the really tall woman who's on there right now. Um, Really tall, <laughs> really tall woman, uh, SNL actress. Uh, shoot, I cannot remember her. Can't remember the actress's name. I don't know. Uh, not Cicely Strong. Not. Um, uh, I never watched that show anymore. I never remember it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so the occasional people still make an appearance uh, from S- from the SNL thing, but this never feels like a skit. It is easily one of the funniest things that that. I've seen in the past um, 10 years on uh, as far as a sitcom. Awesome. Really well done. HBO, the, the first season was on uh, Comedy Central, but it's become a quote-unquote HBO Max original. Mm. So um, it is... Uh, um, it's it's now there and it totally belongs there. It fits perfectly with I, the HBO kind of thing. I, I just got to say, Hulu, yeah. you blew it not getting Comedy Central. I just I I can't get <laughs> like that's that's like Hulu is like nine tenths of the perfect uh, uh, you know, current television streaming service, yeah, yeah. and they just didn't get Comedy Central. How did you? I miss think it's because Warner Warner Brothers owns it all now, right? And they own HBO. I think that's why. I don't think well, but I don't... I, but there's a lot of these like carve outs all over streaming, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and Hulu, Hulu is just, they came so close. I I just yeah. It's yeah, sad. Hulu Hulu got way, you know plenty of plenty of Comedy Central stuff shows up there, but yeah, they're they're not owned. By I, them, I so. would say I would say a tiny amount of Comedy Central shows up there, mm. and it's not it's not enough. They they should have gotten the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, uh, Heidi Gardner, by the way, is the actress who, I'm tra- ah, who I was yeah. trying to remember from SNL. Gotcha. She's she makes an appearance in one episode, but. Uh, um, anyway, just, uh, kind of support the, yeah, the occasional SNL alum or, or, uh, care, uh, actor. Oh, I like her. She's, I like her. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't think of the name. The name she's, did not work, but now I know who that she's, is. She's, uh, great. every, every boxer's girlfriend, uh, when she makes her appearances on uh, weekend update. 
Yeah, she's awesome. And uh, Molly Shannon isn't too much. She's no, no. It's just the right Molly Shannon. It's not okay. the I'm fifty kind of like. It's not her over the top. And this is a right. character that could be played over the top, and she's she's not. She plays it relatively straight. She's proud of all of her kids, but the youngest one just happens to be the cash cow right now. Mm. Oh, that's good. I you know I I always worry you you, you know you know these yes. uh these these comedic character actors right and you're like mm-hmm. they can just come in and ruin a show. Yep, well, nope, she's great. She's awesome. Uh, I have nothing bad to say about Molly Shannon. I love her. The um, great guest appearance by Kevin Will or not Kevin Wilson, uh, Thomas Wilson. What's the guy? Um, Watchmen. Uh, Wilson. Last name Wilson. Oh, Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Patrick. Okay, yeah. And Fargo gets discussed in there, and they're in Justin Thoreau's house. So the, there's a lot of talk of the leftovers. I mean, it's a very knowing show mm. it's it's uh anyway sounds like how they do just it watch on, the first episode if yeah. you're not hooked then it's it's not going to be for you but this this show this series um hits the ground running and is consistent right from the get-go so if you if you like that first episode you'll like the rest of it nice all right show number two or movie i don't know when this is a, this is a movie this right. is a 2018 movie that um i'd only heard about via the uh, weird title card and weird name of the show, name of the movie that appeared in Hulu uh, until again, I got a, a recommendation from Paste Magazine saying um, uh, the best movie you've never seen in the past two, three years. All and right. um, I'm I like this movie, but boy, is it not going to be for everyone. I'll oh, just say it right now. All right. That's a yeah. nice, it's a good warning. Let's see what it is. What are the odds? What are the odds that we would find ourselves one apple short of a bushel and you would unknowingly bring me a solution to all of the world's problems? Who plays the drums? Are the rest of you ready to jam? Because if I had to guess, I would say that we are 15, maybe 20 minutes away from pure magic exploding into this room and silly me, I lost a drummer on the way to grandmother's house. (laughs) Here I thought we'd have to scrap paper and go home. And what should happen instead? Three witches come to my rescue. (laughs) I'm Grassy Cassie. This is Nadia Z and Roxy Rotten. She's the life of the party, and we'd be honored. <laughs> Cut this shit. Come on, you're making me feel like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> but goddamn, I just really feel a connection to you, babes. You know you feel that, Mari? Yeah, Beck, I feel it. And that's what I'm talking about. Howard, my goodman. I'm ready to party. What is this? That is Elizabeth Moss. Handmaid's Tale. Uh, yeah. Handmaid's Tale and Mad Men, Elizabeth Moss, with a, a movie called Her Smell. Don't ask me why it's called her smell because that doesn't yeah. come up as a as a uh, any reference in the uh, in the thing. Um, this is a movie about a uh, the lead singer of a punk rock band, a, f- a female rock band. Um, I'd say not even a, not even passingly inspired, but wholeheartedly inspired by Courtney Love. Um, also, uh, the the director, the the writer, um, uh, said that Axl Rose was an influence as well. Oh. But uh, uh, this is basically a a story of this lead singer 
played by um, uh, Elizabeth Moss named Becky, who um, is kind of bipolar, kind of drugged up, but also is kind of a horrible person for the first half of the movie. Mm. And um, she is very self-centered. I mean, she is the, you know, all the things we were talking about with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Seinfeld, this woman embodies all of that. And she's a train wreck that if you, if those kind of characters, even with the promise of, um, uh, of some, uh, some kind of payoff, some kind of payoff and, and a revelation at the end, even if that kind of character really pisses you off, you probably are not going to want to watch this movie. Hmm. However, if you if those kinds of things you can put up with because you want to see how she gets her redemption or how she has her redemption, um, it's absolutely worth it. The the acting is the top thing here though. Uh, Elizabeth Moss is excellent. Um, her husband or ex husband is played by Dan Stevens. Oh, I love Dan um, Stevens. He's great. Um, Eric Stoles is uh, her manager. Um, Virginia, Virginia Madsen's Madsen in mom. everything. Is that, why is she Virginia in Madsen everything? is in everything. She really is. She is so crazy in everything these days. So I see yeah. Kara Devilajiganegaji is in this. Yeah, I like uh, her. Kara Delavine. Delavine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, she plays. So you heard her a little bit there. The um, another band, kind of a young up and coming um, punk band, is inspired by. Elizabeth Moss's band and they actually come to the studio to record and that's who that's who uh, Elizabeth Moss was talking to in that scene and um, the not rivalry but the integration of these characters oh yeah the woman um, if you've seen glow the uh, woman wrestler who always wore the skins and was kind of like the outcast animal woman yeah yeah uh, she's the drummer in Elizabeth Moss's band, and she's she's really good. What's her name? Gail Rankin, right? I think Gail is? Rankin. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm looking at the credits. I think that's her. Yes, Sheila the She Wolf <laughs> on Glow. Uh, Amber Heard is also in this. Anyway, it's um, it's it's amazingly well acted. If you you know if you can put up with a character who you kind of aren't rooting for and kind of hating for the first part. Yeah, I know it's it's a tough sell, right? To be you know say watch this movie that features this horrible character, but it's how well Elizabeth Moss plays this character and the redemption that follows that um um that that you watch for. This thing's got like an eighty something, eighty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Um, A little more. I have a question here. So, like every couple weeks on the Tadpool Facebook group. Yeah. Someone comes along and is like, "Ugh, Shit's Creek," and everybody yeah. else says, "No, you just have to watch it for a while, and then it shifts into its long game." But mm-hmm. you have to get, you have to watch the short game at the beginning in order to really appreciate the shift. Yeah. And then you know, people yes. who haven't watched it are like, "Nah, nah, it's too much." I you're asking for like you're asking for like seven hours of my life, uh, mm-hmm. kind of grinding before you then turn around and deliver another fifty hours of of spectacular stuff yeah and and like i you know reading the reviews for the for her smell i'm like mm, it looks like it looks like that only sort of uh, compressed into a couple of and, hours and, like, into a couple hours exactly yeah if you um that's a great that's a great comparison because um yeah you are you are not meant to appreciate you're not meant to like 
this character. There, at no point during the first half of the movie are you like, yeah, but you know, she's she's got some good qualities, and and there, you know, she has one good quality throughout the first half of the film, which is that she's devoted to her daughter, um, but she's just horrible to everybody else around her. Um, there is that is the payoff, though, is is seeing her um, her redemption at the end, and uh, and that's not a spoiler because you kind of know it's coming. And I probably Here's shouldn't a, have. I probably shouldn't have asked you to compare it to Shit's Creek because it's like, like, there's no way this movie is, reaches those heights, right? Like, it's, yeah, no, it's not. It's listen. I'd recommend Shit's Creek over over this. I recommend this, but if you're weighing between the two, Shit's Creek has a <laughs> is is as much better payoff. But I happen to like comedies. A couple other things about this: the music is really well done. There's. Um, kind of a low grumble you hear in parts, which feels like you're backstage at a concert and you're hearing the band that's currently on stage Mm -hmm. performing, but it is connected and tied to the action that's going on backstage with, um, with Elizabeth Moss's character, which is really, really clever. Also it's told like that Steve jobs movie. I think the one that was just called jobs. Cause there were like eight movies that all came out. The, the one where, um, fastbender plays, uh, Steve Jobs, yeah, or is that Icon? Hold I can on, that's, see that's uh, oh, shit. What's the one with the, yeah. uh, that seventy show played? Uh, oh, geez, that was Jobs. And then the one, with, yeah, Kutcher was Jobs. Yeah. Okay, this one that was called Icon. Was then? that Icon? I thought that book was Icon, and this was sort of based on Icon. Oh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Fastbender. Anyway, anyway it, he put he put this some uh, alien DNA with a bunch of baby embryos, and now we don't have it. We don't know what happened to David. No, that's right. not. It's a whole different movie. Right. Go ahead. The um, uh, <laughs> but the way that story was told, the one with Fastbender was you you experienced four or five keynotes, Steve Jobs keynotes, to tell the story. Yeah, and that's the way this one is told too. You don't get, you know. Uh, day after day after day kind of story with um, this character, you get five vignettes um, with the development of this character. So you're in a scene for 20 minutes and then you're into the next scene for about 20 minutes and then the next scene for about 20 minutes. And I just looked up, I just looked it up. Elizabeth Moss is credited as performing seven different tracks on the soundtrack. Dude, she learned, she, for three months before this film, she learned how taught herself how to play the guitar and she does a great cover of Brian Adams. Um, uh, baby, you're all that I want heaven. when I'm live. Heaven. heaven, thank you. Could not remember the song. Uh, heaven by Brian Ends. She plays it solo on the piano in a single take, sings it, and it's just amazing. It's like, wow, Elizabeth Moss, look at you. And um, Scientology yeah. at work, man. Look what, look what <laughs> that's right. I forgot that she was in that old thing. Anyway, uh, it's called Her Smell. It's on Hulu. I do recommend it, and you'll know immediately if it's for you in the first five minutes of that show. <laughs> all right. I'm uh, I'm kind of curious now, so I'll have to yeah. put that on. I, I I found it it was compelling, and um, um, Elizabeth Moss. After seeing this, I feel like she should have at least gotten a nomination in 2018 because of her her acting in this was so good. Yeah. Uh. Well. All right then. Let's play this one I watched. Um. Now okay. I did a little bit of a cheat. Uh. I rented this. Okay. Okay. So right. it wasn't streaming. I mean, it streamed, but I paid for it. <laughs> I paid four ninety nine or three ninety nine or whatever it was to to watch the damn thing, because um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but while we were doing the Ellen uh, Ripley quadrilogy on FilmSack, mm-hmm. I also behind the scenes was watching things like Prometheus and other little things uh, around the the uh, Aliens universe. And last, oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I just, I don't know why. I just got in the mood. And I didn't I, pick up I, on that either. I, st- I, st- I still stand by both that movie and the one I saw, uh, which I'll play a clip for now. We have suffered a um, monumental tragedy, and I'm going to do the best that I can to live up to Jacob's example, his, his fine example as your captain. But he, he will be sorely missed. And I'm grateful in advance for your uh, support. All right. So that's basically the clip. Uh, <laughs> you know how to keep these clips short, Scott. I am a short clip guy. Uh, <laughs> like I edited out silence and stuff to kind of keep mine at about a minute. But yeah. boy, that is you. You are the master. <laughs> I like to keep them nice and short. Uh, Alien Covenant is the movie and it came out in 2017. It's pretty recent. Uh, these, this and Prometheus are, of course, the prequely uh, Ridley Scott directed um, alien films uh, that he came back to do. And I am, I know there's a lot of controversy. Some people feel very strongly about Prometheus being bad. I think Prometheus is awesome and I really like Covenant as well. I think that the alien series, as being told right now in a modern way uh, in these prequels, is subject to some of the worst ex- expectation problems there ever was in film history. I think it's almost impossible for somebody to see these with the expectations they have about what an alien movie is mm-hmm. to not come away going, wait a minute, that wasn't what I expected. I know that that's not what a lot of people expect, but if you watch those movies again and watch them with an open mind and just let the story be told, they're very freaking cool. They have amazing sci-fi stuff going on in these movies, and I love them both. Yeah. In particular, I, my comparison is always to uh, Event Horizon. Like, if you went into Event Horizon with alien expectations, it's going to be a four, right? But hmm. because you don't, it's like a seven. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Like, there, th- these these movies, I I even put higher than that. Um, in fact, in, in particular, I think Alien Covenant really ramps things up in in a way that starts to converge what the expectations for an alien aliens franchise film are and what, you know, what Ridley Scott is did with Prometheus, which is much more kind of science fiction minus aliens. Like there's very little aliens, aliens. Like if people want to just see these things come out with their weird middle mouth and shoot it through somebody's head, well then go watch the old <laughs> there are aliens. Three great movies, movies for that. Those great yeah. movies for that. There's four, four in fact. There's yeah. And there's even yeah. though they do it again in those AVP movies. If you really want, if that's really what you're looking for, go, oh, go well, do that. Yeah, if you really want that. But what I want is artistry and one of the greatest directors working ever, yeah. uh, and I want to see what he does. And he does, um, I think amazing things with tone and visuals and, uh, the acting's always good. Um, I love this movie. I love covenant un- un- unapologetically. I like it. And I'm very excited for what is ter- tentatively being called David, which is the third and final of these three that is supposedly, uh, he's working on now, um, which will finish this, this arc, uh, which turned out to be the Michael Fassbender arc. Um, and uh, I I really want to know where they take it from here. Um, I mean, we know where things ultimately end up, but this movie ramps up things like the violence and the scares are definitely a lot more here. It feels closer to the DNA of the original Alien film than any of them, I think. And um, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I really like Danny McBride's performance in this. Of I think course. He's, I think yeah. He's great no, it's, you're, you're not. Yeah, that's. He's fantastic. Um, <laughs> he is great in that. And yeah. he's playing a very non-Danny McBride. Like, there's a little tiny bit of Danny McBride in there. Mm-hmm. 
eastbound yeah. and down Danny McBride, but not <laughs> enough to to distract you from it. Yeah, and I like I don't know I liked his character. Tennessee's just a great character. Billy Crudup's great. Um, so Doctor Manhattan's in this. He could have just turned mm-hmm. blue and saved everybody, I guess, but he didn't do it. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. There's a whole bunch of really interesting characters. Uh, famously, uh, he's not like a standout or anything, but that Jesse Smollett dude who's currently under trial Smollett. for something. Yeah, Smollett, however you say his name. Yeah. He's in it. Um, and is it the, Rooney or no Rooney Morrow's in the other one, right? Rooney's in the first one. Yeah. Although first there's, one, yeah. there's an appearance in this one, but if you haven't seen either, I don't want to spoil a how, um, yeah. but yeah, something worth seeing. Uh, the real, the real standout though, I think is Catherine Watterson who plays Daniels. Uh, she's, and she's a, uh- Tina from the Fantastic Beasts movie? Yes. Movies, movies. Movies, right. Um, she's an inherent vice. A few other things. She's uh, Something about her. I don't know what it is. She's very compelling, super interesting uh, actress and, and worth watching. Anyway, I just love that stuff. Unapologetically, I don't care if anyone uh, doesn't like him or likes him or it doesn't matter to me. You're, you're missing the point. You're missing a chance to see Ridley Scott make paintings, basically. And... Uh, and he's an amazing director, and I want to see everything he ever does before he dies. Uh, yeah. All right, so there's mine. Randy, clip. Oh, and I uh, rented right. that on uh, Prime. I think I got it on Amazon sure. Prime. But it's yeah, it's everywhere. like a $3.99 Apple TV, Amazon Prime. Yeah, um, just, a, just cheap rental. If you have, for some reason, if you have an FX Now subscription, then you can watch it as part of that. But um, Oh, yeah, the FX app has it. You're right. I see it here now. Yeah. I don't have that, so it's yeah. You have to have, you have to be subscribed to it. So through a uh, a group service like Sling or something like that. I will say the most aggressively unsettling alien immersion scene mm. since the original Alien. Like mm. you can't. There's nothing that really tops that that scene in the cantina in the first movie when yeah. the chestburster happens. But the first revelation of the because in because in this movie this is you know we're still in the proto stage of where this stuff comes from and it's like this airborne you know pathogen kind of and the the first birthing of that through that dude's spine in the med med bay mm-hmm. unbelievably unsettling yeah. it's very good oh, God it's yeah. very good so anyway Covenant's rad cool y'all should I just watch want it a good suggestion I yeah. want to answer Tom Norman in the chat um, yes you should watch the first Fantastic Beasts movie. And then if you love it, watch the second. The second is a huge downfall from the grandness of the first. The first Fantastic Beasts movie has the most beautiful ending I've ever seen. Seriously, I hmm. I just like I think like I, it's worth watching it just to get to the end because it's so beautiful and moving. Yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah. So um, the other day, a couple weeks ago, I, I troll. I don't troll. I follow and read <laughs> uh, the movies subreddit. And yeah. someone asked on the movie subreddit, what's a legendary film that you feel like no one ever has seen or talks about? Oh. And I have an answer to that. Oh. And, I, and I found it uh, on HBO Max. And so I uh, watched it. And it's just amazing that this movie by a legendary writer, director, and starring legendary actors is just never talked about. Nobody ever sees this thing. So it's it's a two-minute clip. Sorry, it's a bit long. It's the two leads just talking. Right. And uh, they're, they're like two of the greatest actors that ever sat and had a conversation in character, in my opinion. Mm. So, yeah. Right, here we go. Oh, what a view. I'm not who you think I am. No. 
Walter Fitch, lousy writer, lonely freak, murderer. No. When I was seven years old, my grandmother took me to Portland. We were walking along. These two guys ran by. They snatched her purse. And I had a police officer came to our hotel to ask questions. He stood the whole time. Uniform looked brand new. Shoes, badge were polished. It was like a soldier, only better. I have great respect for your profession. That's why I write about it. I even wanted to become a cop after I finished high school. I just couldn't pass all the tests. Well, you should have tried out for internal affairs. They'd have taken you. What do you want from me, Finch? After Kay died, I knew that everyone would think that I meant to do it. So I cleaned the body up, removed all trace of evidence connected to me. Under pressure, you don't always see the wood for the trees. You, for one, should have figured that one out by now. You know, when I heard that they had brought somebody from L.A., I panicked. I wasn't worried about the locals. I knew they'd connect me to Kay eventually. I could handle them. They never look in the eyes of a killer. Killing changes you, you know that. It's not guilt. I never meant to do it. It's like awareness. You'd see it right away, wouldn't you? You trying to impress me, Finch? Because you got the wrong guy. Killing that girl made you feel special. But you're not. You're the same distorted, pathetic freak I've been dealing with for 30 years. You know how many of you I caught with your pants down? I never touched her like that. You wanted to. Now you wish you had. Hmm? Yeah, now, that we've, now that we've heard, <sighs> uh, uh, you know, a third of the film. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's just uh, unbelievable. How, the it mood is, yeah. and the tone of this movie. It, this is Insomnia by uh, Christopher Nolan. I, I, sh- I shouldn't have said written by. This was actually a, a remake. Uh, it was written by a, a couple of Norwegian writers for uh, mm. a film that came about five years before this. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan just takes this thing and, and drags it to incredible heights. It's a, it's a, it's a straight up uh, uh um, cop and and villain story. Although you are going to start this movie thinking that uh, it's just an Al Pacino movie, and like Robin Williams doesn't appear for a while yeah. when and and then when he finally uh, hits the the whole movie changes and it becomes this very very interesting uh, like dueling character studies. Um, like Christopher Nolan, at least in his early career, was always trying to wrap you up into some kind of uh, uh, mental feeling, mm. right? Like Memento is a, is about making you mm. feel confused. You you as the viewer don't have really don't know what the hell's going on. Mm. And Insomnia, it's called Insomnia. It makes you tired. Like it really <laughs> because because it yeah it takes our it takes our main character from Los Angeles to the northern part of Alaska in the summer and he uh, can't sleep with the sun up and <laughs> it's like it, the portrayal of that is just brutal mm. and Al Pacino is freaking amazing like mm. you're gonna you're gonna forget that Al Pacino is Al Pacino you're like he he becomes this character who is afflicted with insomnia. 
Wow, Paul I, Dooley is in this. I forgot. Yeah. I love oh, him. I love Paul Dooley. Yeah, that guy, dude, born in 28, still making movies and TV mm-hmm. in 2022. Wow. So, so I just watched The Mighty Wind on HBO Max, and and he's one of the main streets. I love Paul Dooley. Yeah, so great. so Pacino plays the greatest investigator from the from the Los Angeles area, and he's brought all the way to Alaska to try to solve a, a, a heinous crime. And when he gets there, there's a police department. And they're like, you know, they're ready for his help. And the police department is Paul Dooley as the chief. And then Martin Donovan is is with Al Pacino. But Hillary Swank and Nikki Cat mm. are like locals oh. who are working this case. And it's just I just love Hillary Swank is supposed to be like the new detective. Like the person who's like, just like just, she was the new karate kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, her, she is just, oh, she's just perfectly. She was always so good. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand how she went from, you know, two Oscars and a bunch of performances like this one to not really having much of a career anymore. Oh, I don't but, know. Um, I've seen many recent things from her. I really liked, I just don't think she's getting that oh, credit really? for him. Yeah. She was in that cool Netflix sci-fi series that only got one season. I thought she was great in that. And she was in that robot one, the mother one. Oh, yeah, mother, yeah. Yeah, I thought she I was awesome that. in that. She's great, whatever. Nobody she can take No, no, she bad. is great. Nobody's arguing yeah. that. Yeah. And, the, and the main thing is, like, this is Christopher Nolan down down to the, you know, the bones of Christopher Nolan. And it's some you might, like, see his recent work and go, oh, wait, how, how did we ever think this guy was, you know, the best this will remind you why we mm-hmm. thought this guy was the best. And I don't understand why more people haven't seen it, why it doesn't uh, hit these discussions, because it's just it's just a it's a perfect film. It's got the you know, the per- it is a little bit mumbly. You might have noticed from the, the clip. This is <laughs> this is Christopher Nolan starting to ask his actors to mumble and whisper. And, you know, that sucks. But it's. <laughs> it, it, it's hitting it's hitting way above its weight class this movie yeah, yeah it's I, I this is the one nolan movie i think of all his i don't think this yeah this is the only movie he's made oh no that's not true i still haven't seen dunkirk i know i know what i know dude I'll see it. I'll get to it, but I've, hey, I've not but seen how'd this. How'd that rewatch of Waterworld go? I, yeah. <laughs> this, I haven't seen this or Dunkirk, so I need to rectify oh. that. Yeah. It's uh, you really should. Dunkirk is is a actually the exception to the Christopher Nolan is ruining movies with uh sound uh rule. He he uses sound in this movie so brilliantly. Like I I hope that you're able to watch Dunkirk like with five speakers around you, that kind of thing. Mm. I think it'll probably Maybe. be Scott something similar to that. Uh I'll 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 give it a good listen. I I'll, I'll give it a good uh proper listen uh awesome randy you still there did we lose you oh yeah okay. yeah 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 i'm just <laughs> everyone uh, real like, quiet <laughs> anyway insomnia is streaming on uh, hbo max i feel like uh as as people who watch streaming things we've all kind of shifted from netflix to hbo max over the last couple mm-hmm. of years yeah, um <laughs> uh it's almost yeah. like we exhausted netflix i don't know like we we uh, had enough we did it we, we got we got to the we end finished netflix yeah and uh, HBO Max, though, man, they just got everything recently. Like, if you look at our mm-hmm. upcoming list for film sec, I have like to, of the next ten things, like eight of them are streaming on HBO Max. Yeah, well, Max is uh, they do they definitely have taken the crown as far as like um, where the movies are, where Netflix has kind of let a lot of those licenses go and just focuses so much on original content. There's plenty of you know plenty of movies there, but like if you're looking for film sack material. 
between Prime and HBO Max, they're kind of owning it right now. That kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Older films or whatever. Uh, well, there you go. All three recommendations uh, from each. Well, all three of our recommendations, uh, more more than three total recommendations, can be found via Randy's Twitter account at Randy Deluxe. You can also uh, see those on our, our retweeted account over there at the Morning Stream as well, uh, or Morning Stream, I guess it is. Uh, hey, that's gonna do it. Hey, Randy, anything else you want to lay on us before I let you go? Just, just uh, b- you better watch out. Like we're uh, we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna see what happens. I am. I am going into this thing completely blind. I don't know who made it, who's in it. Yeah, good. There you go. We're gonna watch. This is a good movie. Better watch out. Is a good movie to go in completely like uh, unaware of the film. So good. Good. Nice. Well, we'll we'll talk about it on Saturday. I'm all in. We'll see you then. Uh, Real quick, there's been a, a lively conversation about Christopher Nolan in here, and it got me to thinking. Hey, why don't more people come show up live? If you come live, you can be a part of this conversation. Yeah. So we record live every morning, Monday through Thursday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time at frogpants.tv. So get in here and make that happen. All right. right. It's mashup time. It's a bonus mashup. This one's called shit. Hold on. (laughs) It is not called shit. No, definitely not. Uh, Trumpet, it's called. Trumpet. Trumpet. Yes. And uh, this is a Scott pronounces things badly episode. So sweet. Yes. Let's see how this goes. Enjoy. (laughs) A new type of carnivorous plant. <laughs> Megan Maloney, Milani, rather. Milani, Milani. Patrick Heaton. Patricia Heaton is what I meant. <laughs> There's no Patrick. It's Patricia. There's no Patrick Heaton. Is this Christy, Crystal, Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. Okay. Crilly Bistol. Crilly yes. Bistol? Yeah. Crilly, Crilly old Crilly Bistol. Still rocking it. Traffic light was installed at a crossroad in the Scara Scatamucci Macho district. Uh huh. Accurate. Political or a political. Poland. Political. Poland initially picked 23 athletes. Man, what's wrong with me? All right. On a roll here. Can't talk worth shit. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more. Not shit. Here are the rappers with Lil in their name. Lil okay. Wayne, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil oh, yeah. Baby, Lil Uzi Vert. My least favorite, Lil Peep, uh, Lil Yach- Yachi, Yach- Yach- Yachty. Lil Yachty. Okay. Yeah. Like yacht. Because uh-huh. it's fancy and expensive. Uh, <laughs> that stuffed bear has a Twinkie in it. Uh, shit. I did it. <laughs> I did it again. Why is Twinkie in there? Yeah, what's a Simon Lubagoo or whatever his name is? The. <laughs> I can't say his last name. Uh, You're probably better off saying (laughs) Shang-Chi. Coin Center's Niraj Arjwawi. Yeah, I think it's it's Agrawal. (laughs) (laughs) The L was an I. Black Sabbath's front man, longtime spouse, Sharon Stone. Why do they... The, Black Sabbath's what? not together anymore. What do you... Well, that's a dumb line. Right? <laughs> I'm more curious about the fact that you see Sharon Osbourne, but you say Sharon Stone. Did I say Sharon Stone? You said Sharon Stone. <laughs> well, what the hell? What the yeah. hell, CVS? What the hell, CVS? What do you stand for? Contrary super vagina? Is that what that stands for? <laughs> that'd be CSV. Oh, that'd be CSV. That'd be your comma-separated values. <laughs> Here, I'm going to try trumpet ball by my, without my eyes closed. Okay, all right. All right T-R-U-M-P-U-T. Trumpet. Oh, so close. Didn't I get it? T-R-U-M-P-U-T. P-E-T. <laughs> Not trumpet. Trumpet. Did you play the trumpet in high school? The trumpet? <laughs> Oh, my Lord. That's horrendous. That's oh, bad. That's hilarious. Wow. Thanks a lot, Jamie. We appreciate it. 
TMS mashups, Jamie, of course, at it again. Uh, we got another bonus coming yeah. up tomorrow, plus uh, our end of year stuff coming. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, very I'm exciting. Both excited and uh, anxious at the same time about yeah. our same end of year stuff. I feel it, man. I feel it. Yeah. Uh, that's it for today's show brought to you by you find folks at home patreon.com slash TMS means many things stuff in the mail bonus content every day uh, other things also if you're a patron go read the latest post it's a chance for you to get your uh, get your cool little side projects uh, mentioned in our news uh, sponsor segment we want to do that for you people but anyway if you want to have a show that's completely commercial free and awesome and bonusy and just covered in goodness why patreon.com slash TMS is the way to do it. Okay, Brian. <laughs> I've been holding that in for a while. Why don't we do a um, thing? What are we doing? A song. Can you play a song? A song. A song. Yes. So you remember when I played Shoujo's birthday song on, on Monday? I do. Yeah. Uh, and her birthday is really today. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Teresa Ozo, okay, a.k.a. Rogue Tess, oh. uh, had this one for Monday, and I'm playing it today. So uh, something. You know, swap. Whatever. Feel wow. like, do, swap as you need to. Well, let's play this again for all of you. What's uh, not a birthday? birthday? Oh, what is it? What is it? This is an, an, this is an anniversary. Oh, shit. All the buttons uh, are going off. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. I don't have a good anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> you, you. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Nice. I fixed it for you. Yeah. Uh, she says, hi, scotch and bourbon. I like that we're getting a lot of scotch and bourbons lately. Yeah. I just wish we would receive some scotch and bourbon. Sure. Uh, please play this cover or any cover by Jacob Collier, my current artist obsession, anytime around December 6th, 2021. I'd like to wish my soulmate, Larry Ebener, a happy 35th anniversary. Here's to even more love, laughter, and long walks in our continuing journey together. Love, uh, Teresa. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, Congratulations. That is awesome. We love Rogue Tess. Um, uh, always look forward look, uh, looked forward to seeing her at uh, Nerdtaculars and other events, and I can't wait to uh, see her again. This is a cover by Jacob Collier, um, an artist that I was unfamiliar with until she recommended him. Um, but he, he's put out a bunch of albums, some covers, but a lot of originals. Sometimes it's the acapella thing. Sometimes it's uh, with, a, with instrumentation. This one happens to be with instrumentation. This is from an album called De Jesse from uh, 2019, Volume 2, De Jesse. Uh, you know, I liked when Drake was on uh, De Jesse High. It was <laughs> yeah, such this is a, a big deal. Such yeah. a good actor on that show. Yeah. Anyway, here is their cover of the Beatles, Here Comes the Sun. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
the smiles returning to their faces. Little darling, it seems like years since it's been here. Here comes the sun. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hey, this rocks. Hey. Hey, this rocks. Hey. Hey. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.